Welcome to the Exchange Church Podcast. You can find us on Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram at Exchange Houston. The following is a message from one of our pastors, Ruben Vasquez. We, we were doing a bunch of outreach stuff at the time, and uh, this was like... I always feel really good and I always brag because I was the guy that the superhero trend was about to begin because like the first Spider-Man had just come out, the first X-Men had come out, so the those movies, and I was like, we're just going to be a hall of heroes, and we ran with it in the superhero theme, and it was great, it was fun, and then... Uh, we moved to Houston, so then it just all reset. We went to youth, so I'm very excited to kind of, to kind of. I'm very excited to be your kids' pastor. Some of them have already snuck up to me. The Camel Girls were like, "We already heard, we already know," and I'm sitting there going, the whole time I'm just looking at them, going, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "We know you're gonna be our pastor. It's so cool." I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's so cool because I'm the dummy who goes back there and." messes everything up and I'll cover for Pastor Dion or when we had Pastor Molly and they both every time come back with you totally did not follow the agenda at all like you just were all but the kids have fun and they learn about Jesus and so just so know for for your kids they're gonna come out hopefully this is my goal they're gonna learn about God they're gonna be safe and they're going to expend a tremendous amount of energy before they go home As a, as a parent of an ADHD child, please do it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to have lots of fun and we're going to, you know, just, the only thing I will ask from our church is just give me some time because change is not, good change is not quick change, okay? Good change takes a while to implement and put in. And we're going to put in a team mentality uh, when it comes to our workers and volunteers. And so, as all of you are excited, uh, keep that excitement when I walk up to you and go, hey, have you ever thought about helping out in kids' ministry? I need that same excitement, okay? Just saying. <laughs> oh, my word. So, let's stand up for the reading of God's Word. We'll just jump right in. And we're going to be reading from Matthew 22, starting in verse 36. And they says this. It says, Teacher... Which is the great commandment in the law. And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. Now here's the shocker when it comes to them. They probably were expecting that. And then he follows it up with, And second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Lord Jesus, I just pray right now that you just take me, move me to the side. No more words do I want to speak today. I only want your Holy Spirit. I want you speaking through me, not because of anything that I need, but God, what I'm hoping for and what I know your heart is, is for you to communicate to your children, to impart a word that will not only change our life, our individuals' lives, our church as a whole, but God, this whole world and all of Houston that's here. Mm-hmm. And so, God, I just pray that you just move, open our hearts and ears to receive the word that you would bring. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys may be seated. Now, 
I was going to, we're going to take a quick survey, and my, the first thing I have here is when it comes to any survey and, and trying to get people and get some polarizing opinions, sports is a great way to go. But I got to pick on somebody real fast because in a group text, uh, there was a lot of uh, trash talk done to Jay Nelson because the Texans were beating the Patriots. Now, granted, in my opinion, I am not, I, I am anti Patriots, okay? People want to say Tom Brady's the GOAT, Jerry Rice is the GOAT. I'm sorry, okay? So I'm just going to roll with that. It's my opinion. There you go. And the polarizing's beginning. Excellent. You're following me right where I want to go. Now, with that, he starts defending himself. He's like, oh, it's preseason, blah, blah. But then today, he shows up in a Texans jersey. So your trash talk, I feel like, has converted him somehow. That or you have lost a bet, sir. He's like, no, no. Just trying to bring the peace this morning, apparently. Just trying to bring the peace. So we're going to do some quick surveys. Uh, so what I need from you guys is to either make noise or and or raise your hand, okay? So this is, are you one of these two and sometimes three people, okay? Are you four, and we're going to ask, Texans or Cowboys? Where are the Texans at? You can't cheer, Jay. <laughs> Cowboys? You can't cheer, Jay. <laughs> you know, I guess when you root for everybody, you'll always be happy during the Super Bowl. Not the Jets. That's the one, the team that has no quarterback. That's the one you're like, I'm going to cheer against the guys who are terrible. All right. 49ers? Thank you. It's us by ourselves. Okay. So another, another good one, uh, because I've, I've learned that this is, you know, people pick a hard stance on this. Uh, Mac versus PC. How many are PCs? One. Two, no, no, okay, here we go. They're like, uh, okay, Mac. They last so much longer. What's funny is there's probably somebody in here who's like, PC, what is that? (laughs) Okay, so in this room right now, in this room right now, raise your hand if you believe the room is too hot. Too cold. Just right. Just so you know, like, this is the classic church problem right here. No matter what temp you pick, one-third is too hot, one-third is too cold, one-third is just right, no matter what you do. Unless the AC breaks, and you're in Houston and it's the summer, then we can all finally agree. (laughs) Then Lisa's happy. Nice. Okay, so PJ talked about this, and it's kind of where I got going. Uh, iPhone versus Android. So iPhone? Android, there'll be an altar call at the end of service to get saved. Um, make sure that you stand up. I know who I'm looking for. Okay. Blackberry. <laughs> okay. Now, I know we have a police officer here, so I'm going to ask for uh, Luke to please close your eyes for this next section. Um, speed demons versus speed limit. So, he just starts... <laughs> Speed demons? Yeah. 
speed limit. Parents, you should be happy. All the students raised their hand. They may be lying, and so once again, there'll be an altar call at the end of service. Come repent. Okay, this one drives me nuts. Turn signal versus non-turn signal. See, I haven't even like go with the vote yet, and there's already groans. Hi, right. turn signal people. You lie. You lie. You are the pastor of this church. No, I don't know how many times I'm like, I turn and I see you go, and I'm like, he just no turn signal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, non-turn signal. See, it's like, <laughs> Patrick. I do notice this. If you, <laughs> I have noticed that turn signal people tend to be car people. Non-turn signal are trucks. Because you know, you kind of own the road. Because it's like, I will just run you over. All right. Now, this is one that, it, this is the one that I think the most lies will happen. This will be nerds versus non-nerds. Because I've learned that in this church, there's a good amount of nerds in here. They just hide it. They're like, yeah, I like Marvel and DC, and I collect comics, and I know about Star Wars and Star Trek. And We did Nerd Night for our bowling group, and Linda Gian showed up in such a deep nerd t-shirt that only I got it. Like, I walked up and was like, not only do I know that's a Star Trek shirt, I know what episode that is, and that's deep. Wow, that's awesome. And she was like, I know, right? And I'm like, you are a secret nerd. So, nerds. Got a few, okay. Non-nerds. Y'all lying. Some of y'all I know. Some of y'all I know. All right. Sports versus non-sports. Sports. Non-sports, like couldn't care less. <laughs> All right, last one. Trump versus Hillary. Sorry, no, 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 I ain't gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. That's too. That's too much. Too much. Let's bring it back. I got too excited. Just got too excited. I apologize. Can't do that. <sighs> I would have lost everybody at some point, you know. So, PJ, a while back, was preaching a message talking about a nation divided. And it's very easy to, for us to go look. And we, we get on TV, you get on social media, you get on any of that stuff. And you can, I mean, you, it's, I wouldn't say that it's more divided than ever. But I think when you have social media in this age, it's so easy to see it. Because everyone's throwing out opinions constantly. It is not, this movie was good, this movie's not good. I mean, you can get on, a new movie comes out, and you're gonna get, ah, great, ah, it was all right, hate it, and it's just so much, okay, I hate this, I hate that, to the point so much that, like, I am seriously considering giving up Facebook. (laughs) Not because of anything, like, specifically, it's just like, I get on, and it's complaint, 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 Work, uh, Trump this, for him, I'm against him, can you believe he did that? Like, and I'll be honest, I'm the guy who, like, especially with, with our president, it's like, I can't believe that he, President Trump did this. And then I'm like, did he actually do that? 
And so I'll Google it. And I'll be honest, half the time I'm like, oh, no, he did that. And then the other half I'm like, no, he, he didn't do that. That's like it, to the point, and that's what gets hard because not only are people throwing opinions out so fast, but now it's opinions without facts. That's dangerous. People just want to be heard. Then you obviously look, black lives matter, all lives matter, cops matter, everybody matters, except the 49ers apparently don't matter. Cole is with me. (laughs) She's like, no, I'm backing out on that one, man, it's all you. So much, I mean, you've got now the whole stuff going on in Charlottesville, all that. So I really have thought about it. Now, I'm not saying anyone in this church complains. Now, there is one person in our church that does. I do see complaining a lot. And that's Adam Copley as he's trying to walk out. <laughs> he's got baby. And the only thing he complains about is traffic. And let's just be honest, we can, that's okay. Okay, because it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves late. <laughs> he's like, oh, y'all, a bunch of jerks as he goes in the nursery. I mean, the only reason that I keep Facebook, the only thing that keeps me from just saying, you know what, just delete it. I'm tired of seeing all this, just, just constant, just negativity, constant complaining, constant opinion giving. I am one that I like to have conversations. I'm not for debates. Uh, there's a new expression that someone said, and that is someone said, listen to think, not listen to respond. If people, like, I've, I've just got this attitude now of when people have a problem with me, the first thing I want to figure out is, are you willing to listen to my side? Because I, am, I have decided I'm going to listen to yours, and then I'd like to meet in the middle. But when there's people that are like, no matter what I say, they've got, this is their stance, and they're not moving, then I'm like, I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm just going to waste time at this point. Let's just, let's just back off, okay? So the only reason I keep it is because now with our t-shirt business, people message us for shirts, and it's actually a great marketing thing. Now, I'll throw this out kind of going with all this. The worst, and I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to offend. Please listen to think, not listen to respond. The worst group of people to make shirts for is a large group of women. Here's why. Men in a large group, there is someone who is in charge. Let's look at our pastoral staff. We have a group of pastors. PJ is in charge. When it comes to shirts, PJ will usually look at Kevin or myself and say, make one. That's what we're going with. Women go... Let's make one. What do you all think? (laughs) Now, I don't know if you've ever been around a large group of women. None of them will all have the same opinion. To the point that they will have contradicting opinions. So I have gotten this request before. You know, Reuben, here's what we're thinking about. We're wanting this, um, this, the state of Texas, but we want you to keep it simple but get really artsy with it. Excuse me? What do you mean, like, simple but artsy? 
Well, you know. You know what I'm saying. No, that's why I just, I mean, that's why I just asked. They're like, oh, oh, you know, just simple, but, but do something fancy with it. Okay. Then I'd make it, hey, can you change something? So then you go through the second proof. Hey, can you change something? You go through a third proof. Can you change something? Fourth proof. And then my favorite, hey, everything's great, but one lady doesn't like the font. Can we change the font? That's fine. What font would you like? Well, you know, something like stylish, but kind of boxy. What? And then I have four more proofs of just font changes, because then it becomes this. Well, the girl who originally didn't like it, now she likes it, but now there's another girl who doesn't like it. And they feel like if all of them do not agree, then the world will implode. They must all be in unison. There must be consensus. When men are just more like, well, I like that one. Well, I like that one. What's the boss say? Well, he likes the third one. I guess we're going with the third one. Done. This is why men have less drama in their life. Because they're more willing. And this is what I've said before. Guys have sleep mode in their brain. that it just turns off. All guys trying to get back to sleep mode. Okay? We got it. We're good. We're done. Awesome. Sleep mode. That or football's coming. So they want to get all this consensus. But, and so you have this going on, and there's so much division, even in the church, which brings us to our movie, because I am a nerd, and you all know it, Captain America, The Civil War. Great movie. So we've got a clip. Thank you. So we have a clip of one of the big fights that Tony Stark as Iron Man and Steve Rogers, Captain America. Hey, you want to see something cool? I pulled something from Dad's archives. Timely. FDR signed the Lend-Lease Bill with these in 1941. Provided support to the Allies when they needed it most. Some would say it brought our country closer to war. See, if not for these, you wouldn't be here. I'm trying to, what do you call it? That's a, uh, an olive branch. Is that what you call it? Is Pepper here? I didn't see her. We are kind of, well, not kind of. Pregnant? No, definitely not. We're taking a break. It's nobody's fault. I'm so sorry, Tony. I didn't know. A few years ago, I almost lost her, so I trashed all my suits. Then we had to mop up Hydra, and then Ultron. My fault. And then, and then, and then, I never stopped, because the truth is I don't want to stop. I don't want to lose her. I thought maybe the Accords could split the difference. In her defense, I'm a handful. You know, I'm glad Howard got married. I only knew him when he was young and single. Oh, really? You two knew each other? He never mentioned that. Maybe only a thousand times. God, I hated you. I don't mean to make things difficult. I know, because you're a very polite person. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. No, you don't. 
Sometimes... Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. But I don't want to see you gone. We need you, Cap. So far, nothing's happened that can't be undone. If you sign, we can make the last 24 hours legit. Barnes gets transferred to an American psych center instead of a Wakandan prison. I'm not saying it's impossible, but there would have to be safeguards. Sure. Once we put out the PR fire, this documents can be amended. I'd file a motion to have you and Wanda reinstated. Wanda? What about Wanda? She's fine. She's confined to the compound currently. Vision's keeping her company. Oh, God. Tony, every time, every time I think what you see things the right way. What if it's 100 acres with your lap pool? It's got a screening room. There's worse ways to protect people. Protection. Is that how you see this? This is protection? It's internment, She's Tony. not a U.S. citizen, and they oh, don't grant on, visas Tony. to weapons of mass destruction. She's a kid. Give me a break! I'm doing what has to be done to stave off something worse. You keep telling yourself that. Hate to break up the set. Now, in this movie, if you're not a Marvel fan, if you don't know what's going on, let me kind of go and we'll wrap it with church. Now, imagine a world that has superpowers. Okay, there's good and bad superpowers. And so there is a group of people who feel like that all people who have superpowers should be registered, that they should have to go to the government, say, this is what power I have. And then the government tells them when and how they can use their powers. Not just how, but even like the, hey, you will use it over here. So Captain America's fear is then that the U.S. government starts using it for a political interest instead of saving lives. But then there's another group, like Captain America, who thinks that you should have freedom to choose when and how you want to use your ability since it's yours. It's not a property. It's not something that someone can own. It's what they have. And all the while, you have hero versus hero, and they forget there's villains. In this whole thing, the bad guy, which is Nemo, Baron Nemo, is in the background just doing his work, causing dissension, causing more problems, and they're so busy looking at each other and finding each other because of the differences that they have that they don't see what's happening in the background as he's making things worse. Too busy focused on differences. They forgot that they're heroes. Well, we as the church sometimes forget we're Christians. We forget that God has empowered us to do greater things than he did. We forget that there's lost and hurting people who need our help. Whether they ever grace the doors of this church or not. Instead, we focus on the differences. Denominations. Politics. Church style. I mean, it's even down to the clothes. I mean, I've walked in the churches before, and it was, oh, well, he's not wearing slacks, so he cannot minister before the Lord. Where I just want to come back with, I don't believe I've ever read where Jesus wore slacks. 
If anything, we should all be in tunics. <laughs> and that's not very fashionable. We think about all that, and then this is the stuff that I, when I talk to people, and there was a, a student when I was in youth, uh, being a youth pastor, he came to the house, and we were just hanging out, and, and he looks at me and goes, Pastor Ruben, there was a question that was presented uh, before our group. Did Samson go to heaven or hell? And I go, what? He goes, did Samson go to heaven or hell? And I go, why is that a question? He goes, well, because when he pushed the stones, it all fell, and it crushed him, and so it's like he committed suicide. And I go, buddy, why would God empower him to commit sin? Let alone, do you think God is that much of a jerk? Oh, you sinned once? You're out. I was like, I, I said, the Bible says that we're all adopted as sons and daughters, as heirs of God. Well, I've adopted a little boy. He's a mess. His last name is still Vasquez. He doesn't come home and when I say, David, stop jumping on the couch. Well, he just is going to keep jumping on the couch. At that point, I don't like kick him out to the street. Because we have a God who loves. And yet, here we are wanting to talk about stuff that is so minute when we forget the big picture. God is, or Jesus is here on earth, and they say, what's the biggest rule? And he comes back with two. Love God. Love people. Love people. We were losing focus of what really matters. Instead of unifying over the Bible, we've split off into denominations. We've split off into conservative church, progressive church, future thinking church. Dress up church, not dress up church. We've actually, the, the church as a whole, not this, but the church as the whole, not the world, has unified in their differences. Oh, we all feel the same way? Well, let's group up. You, we all feel, you guys feel all the same? Well, then y'all group up. You feel like you have to take communion at every single service? Then y'all group up. You feel like you can take communion only like once a month? Okay, y'all group up. You're like, okay, only on special occasions? Okay, y'all group up. Don't we all take communion? <laughs> we unified over our differences. Kind of like in this clip right here. Airport. Don't you think that's weird? Definitely weird. Hear me out, Tony. That doctor, the psychiatrist, he's behind all of this. Captain. Your Highness. Anyway, 
Ross gave me 36 hours to bring you in. That was 24 hours ago. Can you help a brother out? You're after the wrong guy. Your judgment is askew. Your old war buddy killed innocent people yesterday. And there are five more super soldiers just like him. I can't let the doctor find him first, Tony. I can't. Steve, you know what's about to happen. Do you really want to punch your way out of this one? All right. I've run out of patience. Underoos! <laughs> Nice job, kid. Thanks. Well, I could have stuck the landing a little better. It's just a new suit. Wait, it's nothing. Mr. Stark, it's, it's perfect. Thank you. Yeah, we don't really it's... need to start a conversation. Okay. Cap, Captain? Big fan of Spider-Man? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Just... Hey, everyone. Good job. You've been busy. And you've been a complete idiot. Dragging in Clint, rescuing Wanda from a place she doesn't even want to leave, a safe place. I'm trying to keep... I'm trying to keep you from tearing the Avengers apart. You did that when you signed. All right, we're done. You're gonna turn Barnes over, you're gonna come with us. Now, because it's us. We're a squad of JSOC guys with no compunction about being impolite. Come on. We found it. The Quinjet's in Hangar 5, North Runway. All right, Lang. Oh, what, what, what the hell was that? I believe this is yours, Captain America. Oh, great. All right, there's two on the parking deck. One of them's Maximoff. I'm gonna grab her. Brody, you wanna take Cap? Got two in the terminal. Wilson and Barnes. Barnes is mine! I'm about to say, all the hardcore fans are like, No, keep going! <laughs> That's the best scene! Yeah, I'll leave that on the teaser. Go watch it. So it's Hero... Versus hero, to the point, and this is kind of why I wanted to show this clip, to the point, not only have they unified in their differences, Marvel, to give you some little movie background, Marvel is a comic book company that became a movie company as well. Well, before that, they sold the movie rights of Spider-Man to Sony. So they could not put Spider-Man in their other movies because it's technically, like, it's different worlds. I know I'm getting complicated. They unified in their difference so much that Marvel paid Sony extra money just to put Spider-Man, which is theirs, in this movie. And then, to kind of put it more into context, Spider-Man in this age is only about 15, 16 years old. And that's what we've done with our churches, is that not only are we so unified in our differences, that we're teaching the young people to split apart in their differences. You must always believe this. I have now, now that I'm older, and I, I'm the, I've always was the kid who questioned everything, okay? I was the kid who hated watching Brady Bunch. Why? My mom would always like, hey, watch Brady Bunch. I want you to watch Brady Bunch. And I remember looking at my mom saying, no. She goes, why? And I go, because there's no way any family in this whole world is that perfect. I was five. And I was like, no one's that perfect. And she goes, yes, uh-huh, yes, there is. I'm like, well, it definitely ain't us. <laughs> Why do you say that? Oh, I get spanked by you. <laughs> I never saw that in Brady Bunch. <laughs> so it's Christian versus Christian. Let's take it a step further. It's Christian versus non-Christian. 
It's Christian versus homosexuals. Uh-oh. Christian versus marijuana users, drug users. Christians versus liberals or Democrats. They ain't of God. <laughs> Christians versus the media. Why are we fighting everybody? Jesus didn't say to go fight people. Not once. The only time that he even says anything to that point is he's talking about himself. He goes, I'm like a sword. But you guys love each other. That's number one rule. The same as love me. Think about that. The same as love God, love people. Not Christians, not followers, not disciples, not whites, not blacks, not Hispanics, not Asians. Love people. Charlottesville doesn't happen if we love people. Oh, you're a human? Sweet. You don't have to agree. It doesn't say thou shalt agree. Because then we'd be like the large group of women that I have to deal with. <laughs> Let's just go straight from the Bible. John chapter 13, starting in verse 34. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, comma, if... You love one another. So I want you to think about this. If you don't love, then you are not a disciple. Nobody that you come in contact with will know that you are a Christian if you do not love. First Corinthians chapter 16, starting in verse 14, it says, Let all you do be done in anyone, or first John. Chapter 4, verse 8, anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Oof. I mean, just let, mm, let that marinate for a second. Anyone who does not love does not know God. So there's a lot of Christians, you know, people in this room, but if you're not loving, then, then John is telling you right now, no, 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 you don't, you don't know God. You know of him. You don't know him. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, Above all, keeping, or keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. You want a great example of this? And I'll just throw this out there a little extra. You like Zacchaeus, the tax collector who was stealing all this money from people? I mean, he's just stealing, 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 overcharging on taxes, which taxes are already of the devil in the first place. And now this guy's charging extra. And so here he is. And then Jesus shows up and he climbs up the sycamore tree, which sycamore trees take hundreds of years to grow up to any kind of height. So God put that tree there hundreds of years ago for Zacchaeus. Another little tidbit. He climbs up it. Jesus looks at Zacchaeus. Okay? He doesn't say, sinner. He doesn't say, hey, um, need to fix a few things. You know, you know, that's kind of softer. He walks up to Zacchaeus and says, hey, I'm going to go to your house today. We're going we're gonna to hang out. 
Zacchaeus' response isn't, sweet, well, let me go get the table ready. No. Zacchaeus' response from getting just a little bit of love from Jesus, I'm going to go to your house. I'm going to hang out with you. I'm going to be with you. Zacchaeus' response is, I am so sorry. I've cheated all these people. I'm not only going to give all the money back. I'm going to give four times the amount of money back to all the Wait. Time out. Why? I'm not going to lie. I was the kid that if you got on to me and you're like, did you do this? I'm going to lie to the very end. Okay? You're going to be beating me. I, you know, did you eat all the chocolate? No, as it's all over my face, you know. And I'm the kid that as they're just beating me, I didn't do it, you know, to the very end. Yet Zacchaeus doesn't even get called out. He can still keep up the lie. There's nothing that's exposed the sin. But Jesus goes, I'm going to your house today. Here is my love for you. And bam, repentance. Love covers up a multitude of sins. And then 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us all love one another, for God is, or from, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. By the way, the word love in the NIV is used over 551 times. The only words used more, God, surprise, brother. My brother, I tell you. So I want to bring up Linda real fast. Linda, come up here. Linda helps out in kids' church. And I've talked about me being a 49er fan, and look what she's wearing. Our rivals. Did you really bring a beanie? I did not ask you to bring the beanie. <laughs> Jay, you cannot cheer for them! <laughs> just not Jets. <laughs> so we have Linda, huge Seahawks fan. She's rocking a Super Bowl shirt, which those are, I mean, there's a difference between Seahawks jersey and a Super Bowl jersey. Did they win that one or no? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Problem is they lost to the team I hated just a little bit more. As I talk about love, my hate... <laughs> Tom Brady needs to go to heaven. He should. Just don't take the logo with you. <laughs> Everyone's like, every church, I promise, out there may be like, I don't like the Patriots, I don't like the Patriots. But Tom Brady walked in, they're going to be like, we love you, tithe. <laughs> so obviously right here, as I'm wearing my red, Versus her Seahawk, blue and neon and goofy colors. It's easy for me to look and then go with this outward appearance. There's obviously a lot of difference between me and Linda. Male, female, Seahawks, 49ers, okay? Let's look at the inside. Because Jesus says love. People. This woman loves kids ministry so much. You have to kick her out for her to go to service. You have to be like, Linda, not this week. 
Why? I just want to help. It's not like I'm trying to avoid service. And I know this because before she got into kids' church, if the church doors were open, she was here. Hey, we're going to go clean. Linda's here. Hey, we're having snap tonight. Linda's here. Wednesday night service. Linda's here. We're going to Hector's. Linda's here. Or she does the whole, can I help out in kids? But she's here. You may not see her, but I'm willing to say that Linda's probably the most faithful person to this church because I don't think I've gone a Sunday. Have you missed a Sunday? When's the last time you've missed a Sunday? When? When? Long time ago. I missed one. And she says that with shame. I missed one. I missed one. It was, it was a long time ago. I'm so sorry. Let's dig a little deeper. Do you know when we did Snap last week, which is tonight? When we did Snap last week, no one, or last month, yes. No one tells her to do this, but out of her own money, which, you gave me permission, she does not have a lot of. She goes, buys water balloons, Takes it out. No one told her to do that last month. I go back to cover one time, and she shows up with snacks. And she goes, hey, I got snacks for everybody. I was like, oh, cool. I didn't realize that Pastor Dion was doing that. You know, I didn't realize that the church was paying for snacks in the middle. of it. She goes, no, I, that, that's just, I just do it. No one is telling her to. But there's this love to minister to your kids. I can look at that instead of the jersey. Let's go even deeper. This has been one of the hardest years of Linda's life. As I awkwardly pause like a jerk. She's been cheated on. She's a single parent. Which, I love Nick. You know I love Nick. But Nick and David are like on the same level, so I feel you. <laughs> I'm like, whew. The difference is David is 30 pounds. Nick, he's heavy. <laughs> Beefy boy. He, well, a few weeks ago, I told him, I was like, hey, do this. And he got upset and, you know, he threw a tantrum and he kind of lays on the ground. And I was like, I don't know if I could deadlift you. And I work out. <laughs> so I'm like, get up. And he's like, why? And I was like, just, just come here because I can't pick you up. <laughs> She loves him. She's given everything to him. Lady with no money. And that money is going to your kids and to her child. And she shows up every single day. She walks in through those doors with a big old smile on her face. And yet, she's gone through hell. But it's love that drives her. And I'm here to tell you that I love you. And one of the best parts about being a kids pastor now for this church is knowing that I've already got a great player on my team. Now, we don't have time to go into her whole story. And she even told me when I talked to her, I said, hey, this is kind of what I want to do. 
how deep do you want me to go, not go? And she's like, you know what? It's time for people to hear my testimony. So this is someone who's not only working herself for this church and for people and loving people, but now she's like, you know what? I'm willing, and this is hard, I'm willing to give my pain away so that other people can see how good God is. So as we go through our workplaces, uh uh-oh, now I'm going to meddling. As we go to our workplaces and we see that jerk that's always taking up the printer, you have no idea, maybe they're just like Linda. Going through a hard time. Putting on the face. And I don't feel like, and let me, let me pause, I don't feel like Linda put on a face to be wrong. But it was just a lady who came in focused. Kids need me. People need me. I'm about them. It's a difference than like, oh, my life is great. Look how much money I have. I, like, not that kind of fake. This is, there's a mission. And yet there's people that we're walking by all the time that we don't realize they're hurting. They just need to feel some love from us. Love is a game changer. Thank you, Linda. I don't want to keep you up here longer than awkwardly standing. I'm going to give a confession as our band comes back up. My wife has really had to help me. I'm from the old school. Okay? You do something wrong as a child, you get warned. The next time, there has to be follow-through. I, I tease my mom because I heard, she, she confessed to this once. Someone told my mom, she said, uh, they said, hey, we, we feel like Ruben's ADHD or has something like that. And her response was, well, if he does, I'll beat it out of him. <laughs> Let me tell you, there was not a lack of effort. <laughs> she will listen to this podcast and then what will happen is I'll get a text and she'll go, yep, but you know what? I made a man of God out of you. And I pray over you every day, and you make fun of me. <laughs> and one of the things I'm having to learn is, I'm just from this old, old school, so, you know, we, I'm about what works. And I'm also one of, you can call it a plus. Some people think it's a plus, some people think it's a minus. I, I just can't not try, if that makes sense. Like, I can't just not do something if something's wrong so David was having this really difficult time and so I'm the guy who's like stop doing it stop doing it stop doing it okay time out stop doing it stop doing it okay spanking stops doing it stop doing it you know I don't know what else to do like none of like none of it's working like it's just like I can, I can put him in timeout, and then he just plays in the corner. I can spank him, and there's times that it's like, if you touch that, I'm going to give you a spanking. And you could tell his brain is going, worth it. <laughs> because you'll start to walk up, and, and he'll go, like, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm fine. Which then, as a guy, you're like, 
you know, because I'm a parent that's like start at the minimum and then work work your way up, you know? Like you don't want to just like, yeah, you know? But then he like challenged. It was like, what, what am I supposed to do? But I got to do something. So I would just keep going. And finally my life was like, would you just stop? And I'm like, then you're going to have to help me. You're going to have to teach me. And then she brought me on a technique that for some reason works with him. David, don't do that. Why? Why? I don't want to. And he just starts throwing this fit in a tantrum. And Elena goes, just go over to him, get down on a knee, look at him in his eyes, give him a hug. And my brain, as a man, goes, that's dumb. I wish my parents did that as a kid. You know how much junk I would have got away with? Oh, I do that to get a hug? (laughs) I am so jumping off this roof right now. So lately, I've just been, he just starts to throw a fit. He's throwing a fit, and I'm like, (sighs) and then I just have to go, okay, come here. No, you spank me. No, come here. I'm not going to do it. Love you, buddy. And then, of course, it's the, and then he tries to pull away. And so what I, <laughs> this is where I like, I'm like, well, I'm going to put a little little man in there. Nope, you ain't going. Let's bring you down for a second. Let me hold you. And then all of a sudden he goes from, <clears throat> and then you feel the arms come up. And then it's like this magic reset button happens. Now, the problem is the reset button also can get hit again the moment you let him go. But it's like, okay. And then he goes, you're just kind of like holding him until his brain goes, ah, squirrel, you know? And so we're trying all sorts of stuff with him. And lately that just seems to be working where I'm just, I'm just going to love him. Hey, come here. Hold him. Hold his face. Talk to him. Because let's be honest, do we really want to serve a God who's a jerk? Or do we serve a God who's all about love? But the question is, do we then be a jerk to everyone else? Are we a jerk to our coworker? Do we show God's love to that guy that wants you to be fired? I mean, that's a question I can ask myself. It, can I show love to the guy who did fire me? Can I show love to every single person because you have no idea what they're going through? My wife was reading me a story of how of a lady who her son's ADHD and, you know, going to the store can sometimes you feel like you're rolling the dice and she was talking about how her her child is just losing his mind 
just flipping out, tantrums, that wants a toy, she can't afford the toy, all that stuff. But what's in the story, she's talking about how she's to the point of tears. Because she just doesn't know what to do. She's so embarrassed. Because she's trying. This, is, this child just has needs that are difficult to always give back. Especially at young age, because they're in that point where you can, but you can't, and all this other stuff. And she said, the moment that things got better was when another lady walked up. Everyone's been judging her to this point. She's like, everyone's giving her their eye rolls. You can tell people are like, just beat the child, you know, pull him to the bathroom, do something. And finally, this lady just walks up to the kid and goes, what's your name? Oh, that's very cool. What do you like to do? And she engages the child. She shows the child love. To the point that she writes this post on her Facebook and it goes viral thanking that woman I don't know you but thank you for not seeing the situation but trying to go in and just love my kid you reset him the car ride home was good just that right there little acts of kindness my favorite thing that we've done here as a church has been when we've gotten the gift cards and we give them to people Because how is it when we do that, we come back with 50 million stories? Because there's so many hurting people. I'm willing to say there's more hurting people than there are true Christians in the state of Houston, in Texas. And all of Houston, I'm willing to say that. Because even Christians can be hurting. But you love on them, and things change. Linda's life was rough. She comes to this church, she gets love, and now she can't stop loving your kids. Are you showing that love? Lord Jesus, I just pray over this congregation because, God, today is one of those moments where, yeah, we can have people come up to the front, we can have people come up to an altar call, really it's about what we do outside of these walls really it's about how do we love the people that are around us when some of us go to the restaurants today and they go eat lunch it's about loving that waitress or that waiter because we have no idea what they're going through when we're getting cut off on the road when we're at work when we're at home are we showing enough love that everyone will know that we are your disciples. Even if they don't understand it, they're at least looking at us going, something's different about the people at the exchange. God, and I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be because we have talent. I don't want it to be because our music's so good or that our preaching's so good. God, if, if I had to pray for one thing for the exchange to be known for is the way that we love each other and the way that we love other people so God I pray for this I pray for everyone in this room that not only would they be more purposeful in their love but I pray that you give them opportunities to to love other people whether that's a gift whether it's just a kind word whether it's just telling someone you're praying for It's that love that Pastor Jared was able to use for those three random 
phones that he texted. He showed them love, that someone's thinking about them, willing to intercede for them, and yet lives are changed. Just as your word says that love just covers a multitude of sins, the way we can grow your kingdom is through loving people and unifying in that. So I pray for the unity in exchange just to grow. Let it all be for one purpose, the thing that we have in common, you and love for one another. And I give it to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Exchange Church Podcast. Follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for the Exchange Church Houston. If you would like to give to the Exchange Church, you can go to our website at IamTheExchange.com and look for the red button in the top right corner labeled Give Online.